Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show. Is everybody ready? Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's hump day. Woo-woo! Hump day? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. That's right, it is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. We greatly appreciate it. Gordon, today we are in Bountiful. We're at one of our very favorite places and... uh, Not a surprise because Valentine's Day is coming up on Friday and we like to help our listeners be prepared. And that's exactly what we're doing today at Jimmy's Flowers. We're at their Brands Bank and New Bountiful location. Drop by and see us. uh, 470 South Main Street, uh, basically on the corner of 5th South and Main here in Bountiful. Uh, You'll see the Zone Van right out front and a beautiful flower store. This is their newest uh, Jimmy's. Of course, they've been in Ogden and Layton for a long time. And now down here in Bountiful. Yeah, and this store is as almost as beautiful. Well, I guess it's as beautiful as any others. I like it. You know. Yeah, it's great. I think Mike actually did the interior decorating. Oh, no, no. I it wouldn't surprise me. Mike's a hands-on guy. <laughs> well, it's very pleasant. It's a beautiful place to come get uh, some beautiful flowers and other gifts. They got plants. They got. So they got some jewelry. Look at that over there in that case over there. Ooh, they have uh, chocolates. Chocolates. Gourmet chocolates. It's basically a one-stop yeah. <laughs> Valentine's shop. You won't have to go anywhere else because they do. It's it's more than just a flower shop, of course. Flowers are their bread and butter, but uh, they've got uh, really anything you need. And at, at any budget, too. We've talked about that a yeah. lot. They'll Just come tell them what you need. And yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll fix something up that's just beautiful. And if you want to treat your, uh, your special someone extra special, then you can get some chocolates. You can get some flowers. You can get some house plants. You can get some furniture, it looks like. You can get some jewelry. I mean, yeah. It's... Guys like coming one place and just uh, having it all right there. All right. And uh, to just add on to it, Mike has just handed me. Oh, something special. The specials for the listeners. So (laughs) here we go. You ready for this? All right. Let's talk about the sweetheart package. One dozen long-stemmed arranged roses. Uh, They have a 12-inch plush bear. Heart-shaped box of gourmet chocolate, so the whole shebang, one hundred nine ninety-five, which is just an unbelievable deal. And I like this one, the Minky and Roses package, monster-sized Minky Couture blanket with one dozen long stem roses arranged, one ninety-nine ninety-five. Uh, normally, just the Minky is one ninety-nine, so you're getting wow. everything for uh, one ninety-nine ninety-five. And of course, 
so much extra or uh, other stuff to to get at any really any price point so would encourage you to come on by but those are a couple of packages that are on sale that would really do the trick on a valentine's day yeah if you want your special someone to feel extraordinarily special jimmy's is uh, a terrific place to come and uh that uh that special there about covers it and that's Checking to see if you're paying attention because there was a blanket involved. No, I see. I wasn't. I knew you weren't. Yeah. Well, yeah. well sorry about that. Anyway, I love I love this place. Always have been a customer for a long time. Speaking from experience, you as well. Uh, yes, indeed. And uh, here's the addresses of all their locations, just in case you can't get by Bountiful today. Want to make sure your Valentine's Day is taken care of. They have three locations for you, 2840 North Hillfield Road in Layton, 2735 Washington Boulevard in Ogden, and where we are today, 470 South Main Street. And we do, in Bountiful, we do have jazz gear to give away, too. We've got uh, ornaments, beanies. Uh, kids jerseys that's gonna go quick i'd uh, get down here as soon as possible so uh, come on by and see us all right uh, before we get started we have a lot of nba to get to today have some college football to get to but your um, wardrobe um, coordination continues on for day number seven does what color is this jake because i'm not going to argue about it today well the only i don't think it's the color you intended to be but i don't want to get caught up in that <laughs> why, why do you say that because i looked up harvard's colors because you're wearing a harvard hat uh-huh and it's crimson it's dark crimson it's crimson it's a harvard hat and it does not look crimson so i think that is also very much faded from its it original it's I've worn this hat like twice, but I don't want to argue. It's it's all right. You're you're coordinated in crimson today. You're, Congratulations! You're, I just well, crimson slightly. I'd say it's it is kind of a a darker maroon kind of color. But I looked up their colors. It's crimson. Okay, and it's dark crimson. Look here, crimson. Apparently, there is quite a a range of of crimson as well. So, it's that top one there, right? It's this one right here, crimson. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what it is. I think that's pretty close. It's a Harvard hat. I mean, they know what they're doing. Do they, though? <laughs> they're pretty smart. Are they, though? They are. All right. They're pretty smart. Well, because a, a Harvard alum took a quite a beating in New Hampshire yesterday. <laughs> Actually, no, I shouldn't say alum. I should say professor. <laughs> Took uh, and that's by the way the tweet that I threw out there with uh, with you comparing your wardrobe today. I, I put put out an Elizabeth Warren tweet well, for look, you. Just because so it's not actually a great day for Harvard, so it's so interesting just, that you would pick that hat just today. Just because somebody gets beat in an election doesn't mean that uh, that or in a, some sort of primary doesn't mean they're not intelligent. I know. I she's, we've elected some. Fairly dumb people. I agree. Years, I'm just know? saying that she's on the Harvard faculty, and they she didn't do so well. <laughs> okay. All right. But you you look uh, colorful. Well, that's sort of the theme we got going. So I'm continuing on with it. Tomorrow's color. Well, what should I do? Yellow or orange? Surprise me. Okay. Surprise me. Because I've done neither. I did do that mustard color, I guess, but. Anyway. All right. Well, I'm glad we're not uh, arguing today. This is better than gray, yeah. 
you know, Brown came on very strong. It did not. It did. It did not. Even who? I mean, I got a whole list of people who ended up saying it was, including Brian Taylor. He piped in on what it. Does he know? What does he know? What does he know? You say like uh, some sort of authority on like color or something. Isn't Brian a guy you would trust? When it came to selecting my new driver, yeah, sure. <laughs> But the rest of his decisions have all been bad. Which golf club to play, or which uh, golf ball to play uh, that coincides with my game? Yeah, I'm going right to BT. <laughs> I still go the, that the the real, you know, the real the real uh, backup that I got was from Lisa because she is, as she said, I've washed that shirt a thousand times and it's always been brown. So that, yeah, that, yeah. that that's the knockout. That's the grand slam. Yeah, of course she's going to have your back. That's not an, no, that's no, not an she, unbiased she, opinion. I, you know my wife well enough to know that if she thought it was gray, she would say it was gray. I'm not saying she's, she's having not your backing me up. She's, she's backing she just, it. She's your wife. I'm, look, that's one of the reasons I married her. So when I'm wrong, she can correct me, we, which she has done. I mean, you know, what what lens did you look at Jason uh, Shelley Sr.'s uh, comments through the other day? I mean, that's just all I'm getting at. It's all right. It's all fine. Right. I, I think he's probably a heck of a dad. He's got his son's back, of course. It's his dad. Lisa's got your back, of course. No. She's your wife. No. She's she, your wife. She speaks her mind. She's not going to back me up if she thinks I'm wrong. Through sickness and uh, gray oh, outfit. Yes. <laughs> Where'd that get lost along the way? I have a feeling that you're, Naz is a little bit that way, too. And I think Austin can back me on this. She'd have my back, for sure. She I could, would I could, not. I could wear, she said it was more brown I than could, gray. I could wear teal, and she'd say, yeah, that's a great-looking crimson you have on there. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's not uh, let's not carry it. Because I would actually say that Andrew would have been a better authority on that yesterday, our friend Andrew Reinhardt, because he was unbiased and he called your shirt gray. My, my wife is not biased. That's She's what I'm your saying. wife. It doesn't matter. It does hey, matter. Uh, no, it doesn't. It does. Okay, too. Well, would you, do you, if Nash says something that's incorrect, are you going to sit back and go, "Yes, dear, you're I right"? Would they, would they let your wife sit in on the jury, Gordo? Exactly. Well, they wouldn't let or me would sit she in on be, the jury. Or would she be dismissed because they, she's too no. close to it? She, she's not, though. It, 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 Jake, I'm surprised you don't know her well enough to know that she would come in strong I, with whatever her opinion was. She's not some sort What do you think she is? Some sort of kept woman? Of course not. I, she's very supportive in supportive? her relationship no, she with is not. the she's, husband that she, she loves. She speaks yes. the truth. It, through her lens as your wife. I got it. I'm not I'm not saying that she's not speaking the truth as she sees it. I'm just I'll saying she's too close I'm, I'm, I'm to right the now. gray shirt. I'm telling she's you right now. She's too close. In the week of uh, St. Valentine, I still am telling you, and most of our listeners will back me on this. Those of you who are in a relationship of some sort for five years or longer, does your significant other back you with what you say when you are wrong. Listen, I'll bet you 95% of our listeners would say, no way. We've got a listener in here who's currently disagreeing with you. And by the way, I, I uh, listen, I have watched many, many episodes of Law & Order. Many. <laughs> the Sam, hey, it's a brilliant show. That, Wait, what? what, what? Uh, that Sam Waterston can act. I'm telling you, that man that, deserved an Oscar for that role alone, even though it's television. 
who is always the alibi witness, who is always the witness that's getting up on the stand and saying he could not have committed this murder because he was home with me. It's the spouse. Yeah, but every okay, time, okay. every not, single not, time. Oh, man, and, that may be true for some people, but I'm telling you that the, the people out there who've had the experience of a long time relationship that and, and if you're a guy or if you're a woman, either it doesn't really matter. That person, if you say the sky is green, they're going to tell you, no, it's not. It's blue. It doesn't matter how supportive they are of you. It doesn't matter how many times they come to Jimmy's Flowers to buy the place out, to give it to their loved one because they love their loved one. They're going to tell you when you're saying the wrong thing. In private, maybe. On the radio? She, no, no way. She, she said it. On in, the witness she, stand? No, no. Nope. She said it in private, and she said it on the radio. According to you. No. <laughs> According to you. Caller. I'm going with Andrew Reinhardt, right independent juror, not biased, came right into that room, saw it in person yesterday, and said, that shirt, sir, is great. Who did? And Andrew Reinhardt. Andrew was confused. That's all. Really? Yeah. Okay, we need to get down to business. We can't revisit this argument all, all day right. today. We just, I, I'm yeah. just telling you, this this spouse thing that we're talking about or long-time relationship You're thing, wrong. You are wrong on that, Jake. You're wrong. I'm telling you, anybody, I mean, how can, how can you have a relationship with somebody if they're not going to tell you when you are in error? That's See, the whole reason you need a, a, a truthful partner in to, private. To, got it. No, no. I mean, uh, it's, Cody, yeah, but it's the same in private as it is publicly. No, it's not. Yes, Cody, it Cody makes a terrific point on Twitter. He says, why do you think there is a saying, saying my ride or die girl? Because they stick with you no matter what. Exactly. Uh, mine don't. All right. Uh, let's get to the what a great Valentine's Day topic. What just <laughs> terrific. Uh, let's get to the split story of the day. Austin. He's very supportive in supportive. her relationship. No, she with- is not. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. You know, at the end of the day, you know, we have games that we really need, you know, going into the, into the break. We have... Um, a back-to-back coming up after the break. So my mind is really focused on that. And, you know, like I said, it's bigger than just one All-Star. You know, we got to be able to make it past the second round. I haven't been able to do that. Um, so we got to be ready and stay locked in. And honestly, we don't want to wait to the final week uh, for a third consecutive year to figure out where we're gonna, who we're going to play and how it's going to be. So we got to take care of every opportunity we can. You know, at the end of the day. All right, that was Donovan Mitchell, a shoot-around today. Uh, the Jazz take on the Miami Heat tonight, the last game before the All-Star break. Tip-off is at 7. Pre-game is at 6. Locke is going to be on the show at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Tim Lacombe will be on the show at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. So we'll obviously talk a lot of Jazz basketball. But this is a, a tricky game before the break, uh, Gordon. And we'll see if both teams show up. This should be a really evenly matched game, just like it was in Miami. Yeah. But these games are funny because it, are both teams going to show up? Who shows up more, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I think it was Tony on Tony and Austin today who made, uh, a, you know, kind of an interesting point. A lot of these Miami Heat players, actually some jazz players for that matter, are probably flying out of Salt Lake City to go wherever they're going. Indeed. I mean, it's not – you're not taking the charter back with the team. It's you're the last ta- day of school. You're taking Air Fiji to Fiji <laughs> or wherever you're going. I mean, it, it is – and we've seen it go both ways before, I yeah. guess is my point. As uh-huh. long as you've been covering the league, Gordon, I know we've both seen performances from the Jazz mm-hmm. going into All-Star break where you just go, whoo, 
boy, that wasn't good. And then we've seen the other way around, too. You just don't know. We've even seen that kind of performance out of certain players many years ago uh, at near the end of the playoffs. And, uh, and who Dar- was it? Darren that, Williams yeah, that's uh, right. made it clear that certain guys had been visiting their their uh, travel agent. Didn't he? Didn't he cough AK into his hand? AK. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think he did that, but everybody narrowed stuff down pretty quick. Uh, he said they already had their their uh, travel arrangements yeah. made because it was game. It was against the Spurs, and wasn't it game four? Was, wasn't the team? Then they get swept out of the Western Conference Finals that you year. Know, or did I, they win one? That. They for, won one. It's funny that I forget all the details, but I do remember the, Darren Williams saying that, and we all were speculating about who he was talking about. But really, in a game like this one tonight, you have two teams. Both are high-quality teams. And so, it, in my opinion, it will come down to who is more focused. Who is going to drive straight on through the last obstacle before you have time off that is the determining factor and it tells me if the jazz win this game they have an advantage obviously playing at home but that will be impressive to us jake because it will signify that very thing that they yeah they have two guys who are going to be involved in the all-star game but are they going to power through right to the end and it, it i think it's important for them to do so do you? I do. I, because it's setting a tone for the last, uh, what, 28? How many games are there left? This will be the 54th game, right? Right. So what, what 28 games? Is my math, don't do math on the air. Yeah, why are you making me do math on the air? Uh, Carry on. I I'm think not that, doing that. I think it's 28. I'm not bailing you out. Uh, so, uh, you know, it'll set the tone, and they'll have lots to think about in a positive vibe. If they win this, finishing off with uh, consecutive, well, what, four straight victories after, after their skid. So that's why I think it's important for them. Um, and the race in the West is so tight. I think it's important because of that that point is the, the most important point. I, I think you can make a strong argument that, that if they lose tonight, it would actually be a good thing to go into all-star break and keep your edge because you've got that bad taste in your mouth. I, I mean, I don't, they, I don't know had, if it matters see, really one way that, or another. Jake, they, they know what that tastes like, and they want nothing to do with it again. Yeah, I but think. I guess I'm saying it doesn't matter. I'm just saying you can make that argument the same way you can make the argument, boy, going into confidence, uh, going with confidence into the all-star break is important. I just don't know really if it matters one way or another just with specifically tonight's game. In fact, I'd argue that game one back from the all-star break is much more important. Because if the Jazz were really struggling going into the break, we'd be talking about how, boy, they could really use this break to get things right and come back with their head on straight. I mean, I just don't know if it matters. I think what does matter is exactly what you said right there. The West is going to be. We, we saw it last year. We saw it the year before. These one-off games, they make a difference. Because if you lose this one tonight to Miami where you're barely favored, you've got to pick up a game somewhere down the line that you're not necessarily supposed to win because the wiggle room is going to be basically non-existent but this is why i'm saying what i'm saying is and i'll repeat part of it is that uh they they know what that bad taste is that five game skid was difficult for that team and so they already have had the fear of god put into them they already know what they don't want to be and so i think i would err on the side of confidence rather than anger or disappointment heading into this break because I don't think they're going to get all fat-headed during the break. I I don't because they already know that there's a thin line between 
victory and defeat. Uh, that's just my thought. You can look at it either way, I suppose. I just don't think it matters that much. I really don't. That's it. And I think you're wrong. Well, that's fine. Ain't no good guys. Ain't no bad guys. And I think Naz would back me on that. No, I doubt it. Does she always agree with you? In public, on the radio? Yeah. I'm talking about heart to heart. Of course not. But well, that's, that's not in front of the hundreds of thousands of uh, zone listeners. What, now, what, is it? what does Naz care about that? Because uh, she likes to support her spouse. Like getting <laughs> oh, man, I'm telling you. That's a, that's a foreign language to me. Uh, I, I, I almost always get it straight. Which you're selling extra hard because she's happening to be agreeing with you at this current moment in time. Yeah, I got it. Well, I'm, I'm just saying that's the way it is uh, either way. According to you. Yeah. Here's a man who knows a lot. <laughs> Our friend Mike is a jumping lot on about with us again. Uh, heavenly relationships, right, Mike? From I mean, Jimmy's uh, Flowers. <laughs> Uh, no, you've been and Mike. You've been inspiring relationships for a long time now, or at least helping. Well, we think we have. I don't know uh, if I'm the expert on it, but uh, <laughs> we do know the reaction we get from women when they see flowers. Um, I think sometimes the guys underestimate how how impactful flowers can be. You know, years ago when I started this business, I used to take flowers into a lot of businesses, delivering them, and you'd walk in a door, and all the women would immediately stop everything they were doing. And they would all look at you and say, is that for me? Oh, wow. And, you know, you'd say, well, I don't know. Is your name Kathy? And they'd go, no, she gets flowers all the time. Her husband is the best. You know, if guys could see that, they would realize the impact that flowers have. And um, there's nothing, you know, uh, more special for a woman than to get flowers, especially at work, and to be the envy of the office. I can back you on that because back when I used to actually go to work, you know, and, and be in a workspace. Back when Nixon was prowling the halls of the White House. Yeah, I, I, remember. I saw exactly what you're talking about, Mike. And everybody wondered, who who's that from? And then everybody was jealous. Yeah, it happens every day in our business. Every day. It's just the neatest thing. Well, Gordon and I have been talking a lot about you in lead up to Valentine's Day. And, and one thing we've been trying to emphasize, and can't get this out there enough, your staff so good and they know what they're doing and they can really you just need to come in and talk to them a little bit and they're going to put something together for your budget and something that that she's absolutely going to love you you take great care of our listeners because let's face it we don't know what we're doing well <laughs> i appreciate that jake you know i i might be biased but i do think we have uh, an awesome staff at all three of our stores they take care of people they have a true interest in helping somebody to satisfy their, their need, whether it be Valentine's or any other time. And uh, they go out of their way to make sure the customer feels comfortable about what, what they're buying, to find out what you know the person that's getting them likes, those kinds of things, and satisfies them in any price range. I mean, I, some. Mike, I, I, look, you know I've been a customer for a long time. I love your stores, always have. But on a couple of occasions, I've been, uh, I've been geographically removed, and I've had to settle for somewhere else. And I have never seen... Uh, a, a staff put together the kind of arrangements that your people do. I mean, it, it, it's, there's no comparison. And guys, I guess if you're smart enough to figure that out, then you'll come see Mike because it, it makes a difference. Well, I appreciate that. We really, we've got some great, awesome employees that have been with us many, many years. They, they've been doing it a long time. They know what people are looking for. They know the flowers that make the impact that the customer wants. And uh, 
We can take care of you, whatever you're looking for. All right, we're here at the Bountiful location. Now, there are three Jimmy's Flowers locations. We're here at 470 South Main Street, but there's, of course, in Layton, 2840 North Hillfield Road, 2735 Washington Boulevard in Ogden, or simply go to jimmysflowers.com. But love the Bountiful store. This is our second time uh, here, Gordon. And I was driving down Main Street uh, before I pulled into the parking lot. This is a perfect fit. Main Street Bountiful is absolutely charming. This is, you guys are perfect right here it's been great for us we love it the bountiful community has welcomed us with open arms and uh we're just we're happy to be here that's great, great. pretty cool all right jimmysflowers.com is that website again or simply come and see us we have jazz gear for you and uh get the loved one taken care of for valentine's day that's mike we're live at jimmy's flowers more next 97.5 and 1280 the zone this is dj and pk Ben Anderson joining us here, Utah Jazz Radio Studio Analyst. Mike Conley, do you see progress being made? And do you think there's more progress to be made? I think there's a lot more progress to be made, but I think the last week where he's averaging 20 points and shooting 45% from the floor and 50% from the three-point line are very promising. If you're going to switch everything to try and take away some of the Jazz three-point shooting, you've got to be able to isolate against those teams that want to switch because if you isolate, they can't switch on defense. We've seen the Jazz lack that at times over the last two years in the playoffs. Sometimes you need to win a one-on-one matchup. I think Mike Conley provides that. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I'm here to introduce the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Go town! Turn it up. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 of the Zone Band of the Day. Brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artists inside of LiveNation.com. The Wallflowers are our band of the day because we're at Jimmy's Flowers. So that That's makes, right. Uh, that makes some sense. And right? Austin made that selection. So, Well done, Austin. All right. Uh, we are at Jimmy's Flowers here in Bountiful. Stop by and see us. 470 South Main Street. You can check them out online. Jimmy'sFlowers.com. Uh, also, they have a location in Layton, 2840 North Hillfield Road, and uh, 2735 Washington Boulevard in Ogden. Gordon, let's talk a little college football for a moment because uh, people are bent out of shape about the Pac-12. Uh, some people are sounding the alarm. I don't know if that's really necessary, but Mel Tucker is leaving Colorado after just one year, and he's taking the head coaching job at Michigan State. And I want to get your thoughts initially, Gordon, because I – I want to look at it from a different angle than I've kind of been hearing most people go. But I, I want to get your initial reaction. And does this make the does this make the conference look bad? What it, I mean, what are your thoughts? Well, uh, it's interesting to have a coach who goes five and seven in one se- season get that kind of offer, isn't it? So in a way, it's a compliment that a coach from the Pac-12 made that kind of impact. 
But here's where it gets troublesome, I think, for fans of the Pac-12, is the amount of money that can be paid by schools from other conferences. Blows, and the money away in the Pac-12 is, is pretty good compared to what your average citizen is out there uh, slaving away working at. Uh, but uh, uh, still, it doesn't compare with uh, some what's available in the Big Ten and the SEC. So I think there is sort of, it's not completely uh, hitting the nail on the head in this particular case, but the Pac-12 is a secondary league. I think that uh, that is the message that a lot of people are receiving. Do you disagree with that? Not, in, not entirely, because there, there is a, a money discrepancy. You know, John Wilner was on with... Hanson Scotty earlier today from the San Jose Mercury News, and he talked about over the length of the rest of the Pac-12 media deal, Utah will get $140 million less than a school in the Big Ten. So that exists. You can't, you can't deny that. And that has effects on programs. Can't deny that. Right. I got it. I, I'm with you. However, I don't necessarily think that this is the example of them falling behind. Couple Why not? A couple of reasons. Um, one, Colorado and, and a lot of Pac-12 teams are this way because they're terrible with money. What are they doing paying their coach $2.6 million to begin with? They should be able to afford more than that, and they should be able to hire better than that. Remember when Mark Few blasted the WCC because these schools were just cashing checks and not investing in their right. programs? Uh-huh. He was legit in that criticism. Now, this is a totally different scale, mind you, because we're talking about you know, a P5 football team. But come on, Colorado, invest in your program. You know, Utah is finding out, uh, figuring out a way to pay Witt $4 million bucks. Stanford's figuring out a way to pay its coach $4.1 million. Lord knows what USC is playing, uh, paying Clay Hilton. Figure it out. And the other thing is, how bad of a job is Michigan State that they have to beg Mel Tucker to take that gig? <laughs> That's part of the problem here is Michigan State, nobody wanted the job including Mel Tucker, when they offered it to him the first time over the weekend. Uh, you know, what's his name? Uh, Finkel? Who am I thinking? Uh, uh, who stayed at Cincinnati, who didn't want the job either. Uh, Fickle. Finkel. Thinking Fickle, Ace Finkel. He's Ventura here. He'd rather stay at Cincinnati than take the Michigan State job because they've got probably have sanctions coming. Their leadership is just a mess after that uh, doctor scandal. Even Tom Izzo is filling the pinch at Michigan State. It's a terrible job that they had to beg Mel Tucker to take. And listen, he had a nice recruiting class, but he was okay last year. I'm sure Colorado thought to themselves, well, we can pony up the dough to keep this guy, but we're not really sure he's the guy anyway. Well, I'm, so yeah, yeah, but 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 to back up, it, it, when schools are making so much more money, it is easier for them to pay their coaches more. Okay, it is easier, Jake, and it, that's undeniable. But right? is that the reason why Mel Tucker is at Michigan State? I, I, don't I, I know. think there's. That's why I'm saying. Yeah, I, don't know I do, I do is, think it's money. I, I don't know money. if this is the example to sound the alarm, though. Uh, but I think money is why he's leaving. But if, who, if the if the uh, if the salary had been the same, if the contract had been the exact same as what it is at Colorado, I'm not sure he goes. But here's here's my point: is who cares that he went? And let me tell you, if if Urban Meyer were at Colorado making two point six million dollars, and Michigan State came in and offered him five point five, you can't tell me that Colorado State wouldn't have found the money to pay Urban Meyer. 
because you know what? They found 10 million bucks to fire Jason McIntyre. <laughs> so you can't tell me that they wouldn't find if they thought that they had a guy. I don't care how much less the Pac-12 is making. If they had a guy, they would have found the money to keep him. But they, they saw the ludicrous price tag that Michigan State was ponying up for a guy with one average year of head coaching experience and said, knock your head out. Well, I'm not saying that all of these things line up to as evidence that the Pac-12 is, is in arrears here. But I've, the fact that, uh, that uh, uh, Mike Leach left to go to Mississippi State uh, and the fact that Peterson left Washington, there is this. Okay, I, I, there might be a difference between the actual reality and the perception, but the perception exists that the Pac-12 is a secondary conference. And I and I I'm not going to argue with that per se. And that goes that's from the not top. Real, that's not really my point. But, but yeah. I know I understand what you're saying. You're, you're you're it's a nuanced discussion. But the, with all the other things that have gone on with the Pac-12. And some of the difficulties they've had competing in the major sports, I, I, I think it's 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 a real thing. And when coaches like this leave, then it exacerbates that or underscores it at least, even if it's not all due to that one thing. Well, Pete retired, so I don't think that's a money thing. And Leach got more from Mississippi State, but that also, I mean, you're talking about the arguably worst job in the league, and he goes and takes an SEC job. So, I mean, I think there's a little bit more to it than that. Plus, but, and but I you say an SEC job, but that, that, that's, that's it right, right there. An SEC but, job is better than a job in the Pac-12 in a lot of cases. But Mississippi State's also a better job than Indiana. Uh, Which the it, Big it, Ten it, and it, the SEC are financial equals almost. And it may depend, but see, that's where I think the salary comes into play. But Indiana can pay just as much as Mississippi State can, and you'd still rather have the Mississippi State job. So I get what you're saying, but let's not pretend that it's just the Pac-12. We're talking about the who are the bottom two, three programs in the Pac-12? The equivalent of Indiana, Rutgers, and who else you want to throw in from the from the Big Ten? Oh, well, Northwestern, sure. So who are the bottom three of the Pac-12? They probably line up pretty well with those bottom three. Oregon State, Washington State, and Arizona? Is Washington State really that bad? From a circumstance standpoint, yeah. Leak, not Leach, for, not from, from a results standpoint. Leach way overachieved at Washington State, which is what he does because he overachieved at Texas Tech, and I'd bet on him overachieving at Mississippi State. But he likes to go where places where the expectations are super low. So no matter what he does, he can go like, hey, I'm killing it. I mean, that's, that's basically his career arc right there. And he probably, and I've, I've heard a little bit of this, but he probably wore out his welcome at Washington State, too. So, could, there could have been some of that. So all of these things play into these types of stuff, not just, well, good Lord, the Pac-12 is a secondary conference. Well, it I mean, is, though, based on all the evidence we have in front of us, not just because of this. Um, Do you dispute that? No, not necessarily. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on exactly what we're talking about. I mean, I mean we're not could, talking about the, we're not talking about guys who are in poverty here. The no, fact you that there are people the, are making two point six million or three million versus six million somewhere else. They're still making good money, but they're not making as much. There's no there's no Saban in the Pac-12. 
Well, there's no Alabama program in the Pac-12. The closest thing to it is USC, and yes, they are grossly underperforming. And anybody with half a brain should be able to succeed at USC, but they haven't found anybody with half a brain in quite some time. And that's so, another thing. The recruiting class that SC pulled in this last year was, relatively speaking, abysmal. Because that's everybody assumed their coach was going to be fired, and he should have been for that reason. But, <laughs> I mean, again, is that, have, is that because the Pac-12 is a secondary conference, or is that because of these other circumstances which affect it negatively? Uh, well, I think it's a combination of things, but the fact that perception of the Pac-12 is they can't even keep those kids in L.A. anymore. They're going all over the place. what is the reason? I mean, is it because the Pac-12's TV deal isn't as lucrative as others? Or is it that the folks in the SEC footprint care a hell of a lot more about college football than folks living in L.A.? And that has nothing to do with money. Well, but it has to do with uh, look at the results. What do you mean look at the results? The results speak. And they speak loudly. And the results is there for the best programs in the SEC. And the results are there for other conferences. The Pac-12 right now is lagging behind, Jake. And I think the difference in our perspectives on this is that you're saying that these this happening today is not solely due to that. And I, I agree with that. But I think this is one more thing in a stack of things that are pointing the finger at that conclusion. And I, I mean the index finger. Let's see, you know, uh, I'm trying to pick a good example of this. Give me, um, let's say our boy Trevor Riley. Uh, you know, he's, he's doing a little coaching up there at Utah, and I'm just picking Trevor because we're, uh, he's friends of the show and he's a, he's a good dude and wouldn't mind being used in an example. Uh, we hope not. Let, let's say somebody came in and said, um, uh, let's say it's Rutgers, and Rutgers comes in and says, hey, Trevor. We're a, we're a program. We're going to get sanctions. We may not win a football game in the next decade. And, uh, but we're in the Big Ten, and we're going to offer you $8 million a year to leave your Utah program. All right? And I'm speaking in extremes here for a reason. He's gone. So Trevor goes to Utah and says, hey, this is what I've got. Now, Utah probably looks at Trevor and says, man, we love you. You know? But you're not worth $8 million. So go have a nice day. Could we blame Colorado if Mel Tucker came into the room and said, hey, they're going to give me $5.5 million, regardless of what Colorado's budget is, and they looked at him and they said, you're not worth $5.5 million, is that the conference's fault? Maybe. Because Colorado doesn't think he's – isn't convinced he's the guy enough to really go to the mat for him? I can't blame him for doing that. I guess it depends on your attitude toward the individual involved. But Bingo. But the That's fact, true. That's but the true. the fact that those – programs can afford to pay that kind of stuff does come into play in cases where a coach may be highly valued and doesn't want to be quote unquote underpaid any longer they would have found the money if they valued i don't him. know they about would that. have found it i'm not sure utah's found it stanford's found it is, oregon's found it repeatedly is kyle whittingham making the money that some of the coaches in the sec are making four million bucks puts kyle in the top part of 3.7 after bonuses last year, I bet he cleared four. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not his accountant. I'm not either. But, but if he had, seven, but listen, it, but you if, split hairs. But, but if he had done what he did at Utah at a team, uh, which I pick a team in the SEC, he'd be making more than he is here. He'd have a ton more advantages than he does here, too. All right. Well, so, but, so but, is, but it, it's is all it the part salary? Of the, it's all part of the same equation, I think. 
Well, we could talk ourselves in circles on this, I yeah. suppose. All right, we'll get to more next. What do you think? Tweet at us at Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson. We're live here at Jimmy's Flowers. Come see us. Uh, we're in uh, Bountiful. We're at their newest location. Although I don't know if we can call it brand spanking new anymore because it's been here for a minute. This is our second trip out here. Uh, so come by and see us, fi- uh, 470 Main Street in Bountiful. It's basically on the corner of 5th and Main. Very easy to find. You can check them out online, jimmysflowers.com. They have locations in Layton and Ogden as well, so there's one close to you. Get ready for Valentine's Day. And if you drop by and see us, pick up some jazz gear. We have jazz gear for you. And, of course, say hello to Gordon, who's uh, decked out in his Harvard Crimson today. <laughs> Yes, I am. You are. You're looking snappy. We'll have more coming up next. Uh, Stay tuned. Uh, It is the big show, and I need to listen to Austin uh, better. We need to remind you. (laughs) He only said it ten times. I know he did. Need to remind you about the Western Hunting and Conservation Expo at the Salt Palace Convention Center this weekend, February 13th. That's tomorrow through the 16th. See the uh, latest gear and over 500 outfitters and exhibitors. Go to huntexpo.com for details. More straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Moutier could very well end up being one of the best things to happen for the Utah Jazz in off-seasons for years to come. Maybe not necessarily with a starting player that's going to go out there and dominate, but even just a guy who can give you something off the bench, be a positive, productive player, because those players are going to want to come to Utah. That's a huge, huge positive. I like to hear that uh, he says it's cool when talking about playing time. The minutes aren't what he would want them to be, but he's paying attention to details, growing as a player, and if Emmanuel Moutier is okay losing some playing time and the Jazz are better and winning games, then that shows that he has really, as he said, grown as a player. Mm-hmm. And I think that the evidence is there to prove that right now. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, Don't want to remind you, call Action Plumbing and get your preseason furnace tune-up and safety check for just 33 bucks. Call 801-833-3333. We are here at Jimmy's Flowers. We are live in Bountiful, 470 Main Street, basically 5th South and Main. You'll see our van right out front. Stop on by and see us. Um, come find out what they can do for you for Valentine's Day. Uh, we'll talk to Mike here in, uh, in just one moment. Uh, but we, uh, the... The argument continued on into the break, Gordon, and I'm not exactly sure what we're arguing about, but you really <laughs> dug in your heels this week, and I, I'm, I'm surprised because you seem to just be verbally berating me, even though I'm 100% correct and not even disagreeing with you necessarily. Okay, so there you have it. You just anointed yourself absolutely correct, and then you wonder why I go after you. 
I wasn't disagreeing with you in the first place. In fact, that was the preface to my argument. To say that there isn't a gap in earnings is, I'm not ignoring that fact. Okay, well, as long as you don't, because the money obviously is a big, big factor in many of these things. You are ignoring the fact that you would have to be high on crack cocaine to give Mel Tucker five and a half million dollars. Unless they see something in that guy that they think is really something special. Here's what they saw in Mel. Nobody else is going to take this job. Nobody. We've exhausted the whole Rolodex, and nobody wants to take this gig. I don't know. So if that's let's true. find enough money to get Mel Tucker out of Colorado. Yeah, I don't know if that's true, but it could be. <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. Michigan State as a university. Look into it a little bit. It's a disaster in East Lansing. Oh, they've right got now. some problems. It's a disaster, yeah. and you're in arguably the hardest division in college football. I know the SEC. I got it. But still, if you're battling with your rival Michigan and with Ohio State in the same division every single year, you're going to take third out of those three more often than not. Probably. So you're already behind the eight ball. Yeah. And so nobody wanted to go there. And what did they I have to I do? Don't, I don't know if that's They true. had to pay an average coach $5.5 million. Actually, we don't even know if he's average. We have no idea because he's only coached well, one season and he was 5 of 7. You don't, think, you don't think that they could have hired somebody else for maybe a little less money and brought him in? Honestly, I don't. Nobody in the country wanted to go there? Why did they choose Mel Tucker for that price tag? That's crazy. Well, I don't. They had the money to do it. So they told they told they told Urban. They were like, "Hey, Urban, we've got, <laughs> we've got Mel coming in here, so we don't we don't need your services." The I'm point sorry. is that money usually ends up helping win, wherever you are. It, not always. There are some places where they waste money and make bad decisions with it, but generally speaking. If you want to be successful in your program, why do you think BYU was so good for so long uh, in the early days? It wasn't money. Yes, it was. Because BYU committed more money to their football program. Than Michigan? No, I'm talking about back then. Because Michigan is who they beat. Jake, I'm talking about relative to the other teams out here. For a long time, BYU invested more in its program than Teams like Utah and Wyoming and schools like that. Didn't they beat Texas A&M in that run? They beat Kansas State. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that money, it's not the only factor, but it is a heavy factor. All right. We're live here at Jimmy's Flowers. Come see us. Get ready for Valentine's Day. Our good friend Mike joins us once again. And, Mike, let's talk about these, uh, these packages you've rolled out for the Zone listeners. Let's start with the Sweetheart Package. Uh, tell us you can go with the, the roses, the bear, and the chocolate. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, you know, Jake, we, we have a lot of people that uh, come in at Valentine's Day. And, of course, guys don't buy flowers all the time. They don't always know what they want. And uh, so we've got it all covered. You can get uh, uh, flowers, obviously, are number one thing at, at any time. But uh, probably close number two at holidays is plush, plush and chocolates. And so we packaged them all together, made it easy. All I have to come in and say, I want the Sweethearts package. We know what it is. You get all three covered, uh, one easy order, and it's all done. And then I love this one, the Mickey and Roses package, because this this is the ultimate cannot miss on Valentine's Day. Package. It is. You know, we love Minky. We're good friends with them, and they work with us really well. And uh, we teamed up a couple of years ago with them on a uh, – roses and minky thing and we sold out of it as quick as uh, quicker than i thought we would and so we've done it again and uh 
it is selling really fast. So if you want one of those, you need to call in quick. Sandy rocks, doesn't she? Yeah, she's, she's awesome. Hey, and what I love about both you guys, local companies right here, this is, this is Utah stuff. Yeah, they're great. They're so great to work with. And the product speaks for itself. So we don't even, all we have to say is minky, and everybody knows what it is. And knows the, the value of it. The best blanket on the planet and the best flowers <laughs> on the planet. And she is going to be very pleased. Very pleased. That is for sure. All right. You can check them out jimmysflowers.com or any of their three locations, Leighton, Ogden, or right here in Bountiful, 470 South Main Street. Thanks, Mike. All right. We'll have more coming up next. David Locke joins us 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.